Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish says uh, the center of the storm is now making landfall uh, right now in the Big Bend of Florida. And the next four to five hours are going to be pretty critical for the Jacksonville metro area for the potential of tornadoes. And we will watch for that. And if indeed we have any, we'll be sure we keep you up to the minutes. Live team coverage takes us to the Emergency Operations Center in Tallahassee. We're joined by Governor Ron DeSantis as the center of Adelia is making landfall. Governor, as a Category 3 storm, this is still a very violent and dangerous storm for the entirety of the state. What's the big picture and what are you hearing? Well, we are going to have landfall within the hour in Taylor County. So this is the Big Bend region of Florida. Uh, We are expecting significant storm surge in those coastal areas of the Big Bend. Uh, this is a uh, there's a lot of outer bands. And so I think places in other parts of Florida, like northeast Florida, you know, you are going to see impacts. Uh, we've already had a number of tor- tornado warnings that, that have gone out uh, from the wee hours in the morning throughout the state. So definitely be on guard for that. And uh, this is um, this is a significant storm. It's going to ride through kind of north central Florida and then get into southeast Georgia and probably ride the whole coast all the way through uh, South Carolina before it exits into the Atlantic Ocean. And that creates problems where you could see a line. uh, Valdosta, Georgia could be talking about a Category 2 storm over that area. They've never seen one. It's only been a Category 1 before. I know FEMA assets are going to be available and deployed to both Florida, Georgia, and even maybe into the Carolinas. What conversations have you been having with FEMA and the president in recent days leading up to and now today? Well, they approved our pre-landfall declaration, and, uh, you know, they will be helpful. But on, on this immediate response, uh, this is something that, that we take take the reins over. I mean, we don't want to have to rely on, on the federal government, and so there'll be times where they can come in, you know, as we get a few days out. But this initial response from the power restoration to the search and rescue to all the things that really need to happen in the aftermath, uh, we have this stuff staged. We've got eight urban search and rescue teams ready to go if needed uh, to rescue folks in distress. And then we've got uh, between 30 and 40,000 linemen that are stationed throughout the state that as soon as it's safe to do so, you know, they're going to commence with power restoration efforts, try to get the power back on. And of course, we've got supplies and everything that communities may need uh, uh, that, that can be surged uh, after the storm as well. So that's what we're, we're going to be doing, and, and we're going to execute that. And I think that um, this is uh, an interesting storm just because you have to go back to the late 1800s to find a storm like this that took this path. And so these are areas that have just never been hit by a major hurricane in any of our life uh, lifetimes, and, and that's going to change very shortly. Yeah, Mike Burrish was uh, actually just at a story a couple of years ago about the 1896 Cedar Key hurricane, in fact, and he was working with Al Sandrick with the Jacksonville National Weather Service office about that line, and this is very similar to it. Governor, do you hear from emergency officials in the counties that had evacuation, mandatory evacuation orders, that nearly everyone did heed the warning to get out, and in the last couple of hours have you been hearing that there have been any uh, high water rescues or emergency rescues so play you take a place like cedar key which is kind of ground zero uh for for this storm surge uh, uh almost everybody did evacuate not 100 percent uh, but almost everybody did evacuate and in terms of rescues uh you know you're not going to hear about rescues uh for another couple hours just because the conditions are so hazardous that a uh, sheriff's not going to send deputies in and, um, and, and, and these first responders are not going to be able to access this 
uh, in these conditions. And so as, as it moves through over the next few hours, you're going to start to see that. And so we'll get a better sense, I think, um, you know, on the back end of the storm. For Northeast Florida, which you call home, and uh, your wife Casey and the family has called home for so long, uh, over the next four to five hours, Chief Meteorologist Mike Burr says is our greatest risk for the tornadoes. You know, there may be a sense of um, uh, complacency of, hey, this is going to be west of us. We've still got that acute threat. What's your message to the Northeast Florida community, Governor? Yeah, no, be, just be vigilant. I mean, those those tornado warnings, please heed those. Those are really significant. If anything like that happens, uh, you need to take appropriate precautions. And so, you know, hopefully you guys get out with, with modest impacts, but but that is definitely is still a threat and will remain a threat for the next uh, four or five hours. Have you been in touch with Mayor Deegan in the last 24 hours or so about preparations and other county leaders in Northeast Florida? Not as much. I think we've been uh, pretty much in contact with every Gulf Coast county from Tampa Bay uh, all the way through the Big Bend. And we've worked uh, really closely with some of the Big Bend counties. You know, those counties don't have the same resources that a Duval County would have. They're they're financially strapped counties. They're more rural counties. And so we've made it a point to to get them the resources that they need. Uh, and that'll continue on the back end of the storm. There's going to be a need for us to be uh, to be there helping out because you, know, you look at something like debris removal. Uh, there's going to be a lot of debris. This is a heavily heavily forested area. Uh, the debris costs are going to probably be more than their annual budget. So we're going to be there. We're going to help them get back on their feet. Now, within the last hour, we were just speaking live with CEO Jay Stowe from JEA, and he said, hey, if we uh, dodge the worst of this, we'd be happy to assist. Uh, how easily do you pick up the phone and just call JEA and say we need crews? Well, if if we if it comes to that, I think we've got uh, you know between thirty and forty thousand linemen that are stationed. Uh, there's already been a hundred thousand power restorations that have happened since the storm started hitting the state last night. We probably we were at fifty four thousand as of six a.m. out, probably over a hundred thousand now, and that's going to grow uh, as the storm moves through these areas. But hopefully, we 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 have enough. But uh, what we've told these municipalities, particularly these electrical co-ops and the municipal electric authorities, accept this aid, accept the help uh, from some of the bigger outfits because we want to get the power on as quickly as possible. We saw during Ian when they when they accepted the mutual aid, uh, the the power restoration was rapid, and the in the instances where they were resistant to doing that, it just took a little bit longer. And and I think times of the essence, we want to get people connected. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, closing message for anyone listening in Northeast Florida, Southeast Georgia, or even into Central Florida or online at WOKV.com about the rest of today and safety preparations. Yeah, yeah, just just be smart. Uh, take precautions. Conditions are going to be hazardous, uh, you know, throughout North Florida. Uh, you know, maybe Northeast Florida, you know, doesn't doesn't get the the, the worst of it, uh, but but you are at risk for for tornadoes. Uh, and you are going to get impacts, um, you know, for, from the water uh, and from the wind, you know, perhaps not what the Big Bend is getting. But but just just be careful and, and make good decisions. All right. We appreciate the update. And I know it's going to be a busy one. We'll hear from you live at the Emergency Operations Center as the morning progresses as well. And we'll continue to carry those updates from the state EOC and at the county level as well. Governor Ron DeSantis says Jacksonville's morning news is focused on the impacts of now uh, Category 3 
Hurricane Adelia making landfall as we speak in the Big Bend. Two active tornado warned storms out of the immediate metro area, but we want to make sure that if you are listening in Camden or Glynn County, Georgia, that you are in your safe spot because you are under an active tornado warned storm at this moment. WOKV News Time, 736. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.